Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. Today is June 5th, 2022. We're on season three, episode number 29. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good. <coughs> We're now into June and sports are wrapping and ramping up, I should say. Yeah. Um, in all senses of the word. I mean, wrapping up NBA finals. We're almost done. NHL are in the conference championships uh, finals yep. before the yep. Stanley Cup. But then again, we have lots of sports kicking off as far as uh, more baseball. We'll get into that as well. Um, should we start off with the trivia question? Yes, let's hit the trivia first. We're getting our topics for the day. Trivia topic is Fox 9 Town Ball, Town Ball Tour this week. Yes. This Wednesday is going to be in Watertown, the, the Watertown this coming Wednesday. So the trivia question is, this is their fourth episode this season of okay. Town Ball Tour, Fox 9. Uh, they do a good job, by the way. We'll plug them. But the question is, which team has made the most appearances on Fox 9 Town Ball Tour this season alone? Appearances as far as who's played in the most games. Um, we know there's only been four different hosts so far, but right. when you add in the uh, opposing visiting teams, who's been on the most times? Who's been mm. on the feature spotlight the most this year? Once again, this week, Watertown Red Devils will be the host. Yes, here in the Watertown. They'll be taking on High Street. They'll be taking on the Plato Blue Jays uh, in a in a Crow River Valley matchup there Wednesday night. That should be nice. That should be good under the light. So the question is, who's made the most appearances? We'll get back to that here when we uh, wrap up. Go ahead, Andy, with your the, sports. The local boys, Watertown, just got done with a tough tournament this weekend too. So they're. Uh... Ready to come home for a little home cooking this week. I saw that. Yes, they didn't. Yeah, took it on the chin on a couple of games, but they're they're tough. They're men. They'll make it. Okay, our our talking points this week. One thing happened the other day, and uh, it's gonna be hard to believe. I was watching this Mets game yesterday um, against the Dodgers. They're on the West Coast, and uh, Mets are up by four or five runs, ninth inning. Dodgers come out. And they want to put a position player in the pitch, which I'm not a fan of. They want to put this position player in the pitch, and all of a sudden the ump said, nope, hold on. The umps stopped, take a look at the rule book. You cannot bring a position player in the pitch unless you're down by six or more runs. The Dodgers were not. They were down by four or five. Uh, so to remind the listeners, uh, the newer listeners out there, what a position player is exactly. The the non-pitcher base. A lot of times it's a shortstop or an outfielder or a second baseman. They bring in a non-pitcher to pitch, a position player it's called. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, the Dodgers want to bring that in. Now, here's a couple of things. Me, on a side note on that. You're down by five. In that game, both the Mets and Dodgers have put up a f- four runs in, a, in an inning. You're only down by five. That's You're giving up. So what are you telling the rest of your team? Oh, we want to save our bullpen pitchers. We got to do this and that. So they went to bring a position guy. Ump stopped. They looked at the rules, said, no, you can't do it. Uh, manager goes nuts. The bullpen manager went nuts because they said, no, wait, you stopped for position for a pitching change. Bring a guy in. Well, they didn't have a bullpen guy warmed up. All he got was those eight warm-up pitches, and that was it. Now, the Mets didn't score any more runs. It went on fine. But the Dodgers were all upset. Like, okay, first of all, like we said before, between the manager, your bench coach, your pitching coach, you got to have other coaches on there. 
all of you should know the entire rule book combined. I'm not going to say a manager should know the entire rule book. There's little things changing all the time. I'll give you that. But when you want to make a pitching change, the pitching part of it like that, the bullpen coach or the pitching coach should have known that rule. Hey, we're not down by six, Skip. We can't do that. Nope. They just sat there and did their thing. Thought they, I don't think they were trying to sneak one by. I'm not saying the Dodgers were that way. They're, no one's that, that smart or clever to try to sneak one by like that. I just think it was a, hey, we're down. It's ninth inning. We want to save our bullpen. Have you know Johnny Leftfielder come in and pitch. First of all, I'm not a fan of that because you're just basically telling your team you give up. I, I, I'm sick of tired of these guys. Uh, um, La Tatuga from the Twins. He's now with the Marlins. He pitched the other day. He's lobbing in these 40, 50 miles. Really, it's like watching softball. And, well, you got the three outs. Big deal. Because you don't want to waste a bullpen pitcher, so you're going to put a, a position guy in. But yet that same team, a week later, is going to have a bullpen game where you have a reliever start the game and you go through five relievers in a game anyway. How about not do that and just get decent starters? And you won't have to burn all your bullpen guys in one game. So, so I have two, I have two questions, questions, Andy. Yep, yep, fire away. Number one, is this rule is this rule new, or do you know how long it's been around? It, it had been around before, but the last two years because of COVID, they never enforced it. I see. So I don't know if people forgot about it or thought it was taken off the books or just old habit the last two years they were doing it and forgot. I don't know. But it was a rule that was on the books. Um, and usually you, only, you didn't see it before COVID, really, unless you were down by 10 runs or something like that in the ninth inning. Here he wanted to do it in a five-run game. And I uh, couldn't because they just started enforcing the rule this year. Did uh, My second question is, with what if the game's in like the 14th inning and it's it's less than two or three it's less than two or three runs and the bullpen's all been used up and you've no one left left you have to use a position player that might no i didn't they didn't get into that in the story or from what i was looking into it for extra innings how that all goes okay um there is one rule in there too that you can have on your team a guy who's a position player pitcher he's gonna get so many innings under his belt so my saying on that is, on your bullpen days, just have your shortstop start the game and pitch the first inning then. He gets those innings under his belt. He gets listed as a pitcher, you know. Interesting. That that would be my suggestion. The thing is, though, you do that, you lose your DH now. But if you want to do that, I that's the way I can think about getting around it. Um, unless you just – because with Otani, I don't know how they list that how he could be an outfielder and a pitcher, but he's a starting yeah. pitcher. He's not that's coming in relief all the time. Yeah, that's a he's new a thing. thing. But uh, so how about, you know, the rosters nowadays, they've got 12, 13 pitchers on their roster, yep. on the active roster. Yeah. And to your point, if you don't have enough guys that can pitch uh, and you're worried about your bullpen, you have all these extra guys uh, in relief sitting around, uh, do you need to bring in a position player at all? Do you ever have the need to do that? I, I say no. You got 13 pitchers. Even say 12. Say you got only yeah. 12. Five are starters. That leaves you seven more relief pitchers. Now, a lot of them are, okay, maybe 
Oh, he pitched an inning and a half yesterday or two innings yesterday. He's tired. Okay, you still got four guys now. Yeah. Or five. You can't get through a and, game like that. And some are situational. But in a case like that, you still have arms. You have good arms to use. Yeah. And they got the rule now, too. you got to face at least three batters. Okay. Not like back in the, the days with the A's where a guy would come for one batter out, another batter yeah. out. At the end of the game, just drag it on. So even if you got to face at least three guys, you may not get them all out, but you're still not burning through pitchers that fast. And if they're getting too tired from the day before or other stuff, okay, that's your conditioning and your fault. I'm sorry you had a tough game yesterday and you used a lot of bullpen. Like we've said before, it, the playoffs, they see it done all the time. If you're in that situation, how about the guy pitched two days ago? He can't come in for an inning. He can't give you an inning. Yeah, you got twenty million invested in him, but he can't give you an inning. Yeah, they they set up their bullpens for perfect case scenarios, and in a case like that where it's not perfect and you have to use someone, then that's that's when you use them. You've got to go outside the bounds and yep. for these exceptions, bring them in. Yes, he needs a certain number of days rest, and he he hasn't gotten up to warm up and uh you know whatever it's you have these pitchers that's what they are for the relief pitchers to come in yeah yes it's not a perfect scenario but that's what they're doing that's what they're there for yeah and through their poor precious ego he's getting lit up like a christmas tree you're a professional deal with it you know yeah. but again i hate that's a good point yeah you know, but that, that's me that's i i don't like the fact that position players pitching anyway uh like we even talked with tom ball tuesday last year about the if they should throw in the, if they shove a rule, they can throw in the white flag at the end. Just to say, if you're going to give up like that, can we just call it a game after the eighth inning? Hey, we're down by 10. You guys have it. Let's go home and not hurt anybody. Yeah. That's one part. Um, and another rule that happened in today's game, I did not know about. It was an extra innings. Uh, guy went for a check swing, but as he did, he hit the catcher's glove. Well, is that catcher interference or not? It was a check swing he pulled back, and they reviewed the play, and sure enough, it was still catcher interference, even though it was a check swing. Okay. So two new rules. I mean, not new rules, but once-a-year rules I've seen in two days now. So it's very unfair. You know, yeah. And the sad thing was it was the best hitter on the team, and he's the one who called for it. No, he's award first base, but you just took the bat out of his hand with the tying run at third, you know, but it is what it is. Interesting. Um, speaking of Mets and Twins, today's games are different, but they both had nice big leads. And uh, are they collapsing, Dan, or are they just in a bad stretch right now? The Twins well, the, have a four-and-a-half game lead. The Mets are down to an eight-game lead. The Twins had the luxury of playing the Detroit Tigers and the Royals battling off wins against these guys, and they end up losing two or three straight. And then you go to Toronto, who was predicted, you know, to win the AL East, right? And then they did do well. They they win two out of three, but they had a huge lead, eight to three today, and when eight to six, that that almost got out of hand. They tried to lose that one, so yeah, but- it's very interesting. But I think with the season so long that you're going to see these slumps, these ebbs and flows. And it's not fun to watch, but you got to just push through the grind. Now we're about 60 games through the season, right, Andy? Yep. And so 
we're almost to that 100 game countdown already, and the, the season's going fast. But yep. I think each team's go through the ebbs and the flows. Now the Yankees are on, you know, winning I think six six more straight. That didn't they just rattle off? But like I said last year, and I've said this year too, if you can win ten in a row and then play 500, you're in. And avoid losing. 10 in a row at one point, too. Having a big losing streak, you need to avoid those. But, yeah, all you need to do – Angels are 11 in a row losses right now. Angels are. Oh, really? 11 in a row. So, they play 500 the rest of the year. They're 10 games below. So, they got to work that much harder now. Yeah. They have knocked themselves out of the wild card. They're a half game out of the last wild card spot now. Um, And the Cardinals are two games into the last wild card spot. The two teams I called at the beginning would not make the playoffs. Even though they won the Cactus and Citrus Leagues, yes, but you know the Twins though too. Okay, I got these notes here from this is as of like an hour before we came on. Twins had a four and a half game lead, but they had fifty six games played. Second place Cleveland has only forty nine games played. That's seven games. That's three and a half in the standings right there if they win all of them. So Cleveland's got some doubleheaders to make up. Uh, The Sox are at fifty two games. Um, and they're considered – some people like Fox, they're still saying the Sox are going to win the division. Now, granted, like I said, you look at our schedule, we've had the, the cushy end of it to start with. But, you know, we're we're seven games ahead or games played ahead of Cleveland. So Cleveland makes up some of these on doubleheaders or the doubleheader will be hard and they're splitting or losing both, and it's going to be a deficit to them. Yeah. You never know how it's going to affect. You know, it depends on who Cleveland's playing when they play those doubleheaders too. Now, the, the uh, Twins are going to get a good stretch here now with some tougher teams. Yankees coming into town, and now we'll see the rubber meets the road of how good this team is. The Yankees have the most number of wins in the entire major leagues. The Twins have the third highest number of wins in the American League right now. They're the third best, not the third best team, but the third most wins in yeah. all the American League right now. This will be a good matchup uh, coming up, but – it's going to be interesting. I, I, I think that you know you look down and see the Red Sox toward the bottom, uh, with the yeah. same record as the Baltimore Orioles for the most part. And, Very... and you look at the Twins right now; they go up to Toronto, take two out of three, and they had to lose four pitchers without getting into the politics of it. They lost four pitchers because they haven't been vaccinated. They couldn't make the trip. Yeah. So, these four, these four guys, they're not going to be this next generation's, you know, Walter Pip, where it's like. Oh, you didn't play because you get a shot, but this filling guy did good, and he never gets a chance back in. Does the filling guy stay in all the time? Now, because hey, you had a good three days, uh, Johnny, without a shot, you're going back to St. Paul for a while. This guy's hot. Is this gonna? Could that affect someone's job? Gotcha. You know, that's what. I hope not, but if it does, it's for a reason. Now, Wally Pip, like I said before, history lesson. He's got a migraine come play one day, so Lou Gehrig filled in. Rest is history. history. Yeah. So, little headache, you suck it up to play. <laughs> yeah, but these guys without the shot. Again, without getting into the politics of that, they didn't have it, they didn't make the trip. That's the rules. They knew coming into this. So now you don't go. I just hope your replacement, pitcher or batter, I don't know who it was, but I just hope you, these three games someone didn't show enough to say, let's keep him up here a couple more weeks. He's pretty hot. He's doing good. Yeah. You know, and someone else is now trade bait or expendable or something like that. Or now your fifth outfielder instead of your starter. But 
Don't know. Let's just hope hope not. But, hope no but you're job. right. We uh, had to do some jockeying around for that. But with those depleted lineup to come out of Toronto winning two out of three is fantastic. You thumped them in one game too. So yeah. Um, gonna talk. Speaking of, well, we'll, we'll skip. Top, we'll go to high school. We'll go a little out of order. We'll talk, high school playoffs coming up for baseball. Oh yes. Sections are going on right now. They've started. Uh, baseball state tournament starts the week of June 14th. Girls softball starts June 9th. Okay. Keep an eye on our Instagram page and Facebook for scores and updates on that stuff. Um, do a couple specials on the Monday nights or Wednesday nights during those weeks, how it's going. I will keep the store, the standings and brackets updated on our social media sites. But the sections are going on now. And I'm, we're sorry, folks, we tried it with football. You got eight classes, eight sections, four different classes. That's a show on its own. We're not going to cover all those. Um, Minnesota State High School League has a good job on all those. When the brackets are filled in, we will have them posted for you to follow. Um, no real it, – it, it's it's fun and exciting because it's still baseball. You never know. Unlike football, 99 out of 100, the one seed is going to beat the eight seed. Baseball, it's about 70% of the time, so – Nothing given there. They're still fun to watch. Cheer on the boys and the girls in softball. But we're going to talk town ball right now. Um, locally here in the Watertown, up at 420 High Street, Wednesday night. And, Dan, the game starts at 730, but if you look at there, you got to show up at 5 o'clock, man. Dan, there's going to be a bounce house there, for crying out loud. Oh, yes. Free ice cream. Autographs from team members. I mean, come on. Yeah, they are. Uh, on a hot day and then a bounce they, house. They start these early. things early, and boy, do the people come. And then, uh, you know, by the time the game starts, by the time the third inning's over, roughly, there's just, you know, the, the normal crowd there. But, boy, these these events really do bring in the families and kids and, and everybody. Now, we like to make predictions on the show here. At least I like to pop off with them every now and then. Free ice cream social, a warm day, and a bounce house. I predict some kid's going to vomit in that bounce house. <laughs> What's the over-under on the vomiting? Uh, uh, one and a half kids, and I'm going to take the under. Okay. I think it'll just be one kid vomiting. But I'm not going to get into age or boy or girl. I'm just going to say one and leave it at that. Not uh, that's that's pretty fair. One and a half is the over-under. What's the over-under? I'm playing the under. Taking the under on that. I'll do – I'm going to go with the over, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, we'll see how it goes. Um, but then again, like lots of events. Yeah, lots of events. And this is just the stuff Watertown's putting on. Channel Nine's good. I know when we went to the Delano game last year, they got stuff they're giving away. Um, if you could find Dan or I, we'll be happy to give you a picture and an autograph if you want. That's fine. Yes. Just not with your dog. It's got no more pet pictures anymore. That was people were bringing up iguanas and ferrets last year, and that just wasn't right. So. It just got out of hand. Yeah, so no more pet pictures. Just people will take pictures, autographs for a nice, sizable donation to our beer fund that night. Yes, so that'll be fun. You know, it's it's the Watertown. They finished second in the state last year, went to the title yep. game in Class C. Yep. And they've got a huge following there at Watertown uh, for the local fans there. They, uh, yep. they love their baseball. 5 p.m. it starts for the fun. The game starts at 7.30. And there's a promotion for the first 50 people there. 
Ron Hangardner, second baseman for them, and also Ron Hangardner State Farm. First 50 people there get a Red Devils ball cap. There it is. First, so, so first 50 to stop by their tent gets the free cap. Yep. Limited, Limited edition. edition. I like it. Limited edition, State Farm cap. I have intern Abby on a mission to get me one that day. So 49 more caps to go. Yes. If you want, I will I will bring your own Sharpie, though, if you want me to autograph your cap. Yes. I will not be carrying one with me. I cannot be responsible if you do not have a Sharpie or pen for autographs. But it should be a fun time. Um, it's always a good time there at the games. If it's 11 to nothing or 11 to 10, they, we always have fun up at the, at the high street. It's a good time, good people up there. And it's like all the other town ball games, any town you go to, it's it's social hour. There's a lot yeah, of chat yeah. going on. You're seeing your friends, your family, friends from church, whatever. A good time is had. And the a reminder is Fox9.com, their website. Throughout the day, they do post their interviews and things going on in the town. Yeah. It's not just the 5 o'clock event or the 7 o'clock game, but yeah. you'll have a video up by 9 30 in the morning uh, of some interviews in business uh, yeah. uh, or uh, someone on the city council, the mayor or something. And then one o'clock, there'll be something else and maybe three o'clock, something else. So throughout the entire day, go to fox9.com to see what they're focusing on because they have some very good segments. And I, I don't, I do not have any inside information. I just know who's, who's, who's who in town. Another one prediction, I guarantee a prediction. There will be an interview with Mario from Mario's Italian restaurant in town. Oh yes, I'm predict- Mario's good good food there. So I'm I'm predicting they will have or mention Mario's anyway, if not him himself on there. Usually they have a small town bar, or the local barber, uh, restaurant, and yeah. things like that. They will they will bring good coverage uh, to that. So these are these are very successful shows. Yep, yep, and we got it. Got a good crowd, good people. Um, a lot of fun as well as headed to the regular games. They have the little uh, baseball toss in between innings where fans stand behind the bench, the fence. If you toss the tennis ball over, closest to home plate wins. Now, the nice thing with, with Watertown, there's that park right there. I mean, the, the children's playground is right there. So yep. that'll be a big draw, too, for the families. You know, and uh, I don't know for sure. Last time I drove by, those of you who have been to, up to up to 420 High Street, there is some seating, but usually uh, last seats to bring your own chair, own folding chair. I don't know if they're bringing up benches from the high school for bleacher seating or if it's going to be your own lawn chair. I'm not exactly sure where they're putting these bounce houses and other things to take up stuff. Well, Park maybe that, get there by, the, by the park area, maybe a, a good spot for those things. But you're right. Always bring a, a folding chair, lawn chair to these games uh, because the, the, they do, the, the seating is limited. And so is parking up there. So yes, get there early, enjoy the stuff. There's shelter under the canopy up there. If you just want to sit and visit with your friends, that, that's fine. Watch all the festivities. It's free to sit and watch from five to seven thirty. They're not going to charge you a ticket to be ten feet from the state from the field. So come on up and just for the festivities at five. That's fun too. But that's my end on that, and I got a couple other notes. I've got, I've got some football notes, Andy. Yes, maybe I'll just grab you. Go ahead with it. 
USFL, those following, there's a handful of followers out there, I believe, but the USFL just completed their eighth week. It's a 10-week regular season, so they're done with eight weeks, two weeks to go, and then they shift up to Canton, Ohio to play the semifinals and the championships. That is fun. Now, for fantasy base, fantasy football, USFL fantasy football, I've mentioned uh, before on the show, I'm in a league. Our regular season ended today. And so the final two weeks left are the fantasy football playoffs for the USFL. So there may be some listeners out there interested in that, but uh, I'll report uh, next week on how I do in the playoffs. I'm in. You're in. I've already clinched a spot in my league. So that's fun. But the semifinals will be next week in the championship the, the following week. And I heard they're expanding next year, too. Are they? I they're did not hear. Expanding. Okay. Dallas might be getting a team. Okay. So uh, they're expanding. So we'll be covering, we'll be covering that as well because the XFL is supposed to go live as well. So we'll have two spring leagues, and yep. with the expansion and everything else going on, uh, we'll see how that all plays out. I don't know how it's all going to work, but we'll see. We'll we'll you'll, we'll keep it covered here on the show. WNBA is expanding next year. Sounds like uh, Philadelphia might be getting one of the teams there. Okay. So good for them. Congratulations if that happens, and. Another thing came up. Mentioned this a while ago. <clears throat> the these college players can get paid now. The NIL, they yes, can get yes. money and endorsements. Some of these high school kids are getting six digits now as high school kids before they come in. <sighs> okay, it's kind of like if you're 14 and grandpa dies, you don't get that money till you're 18. I don't think they should give these big dollars these college kids till after they're done. So you're, you're saying have the dollar amounts accumulate, for instance, yep. no payouts until they're complete right. or a certain age. Okay. Yep. That's yep. fair enough. Because you could be because how many kids now you're gonna go where the big city is, where the endorsements are, where the deals are. Your little schools and because of what we have for marketing around here, I'm gonna call the gophers a little school in this. We're not gonna get a lot of kids to come up here because they're who in Minnesota is going to pay big endorsements? Really? You, you think Target's going to give a guy $2 million to be their spokesman? No. For 100000 No. I don't see 4ML doing it. I don't see, you know, 3M doing it. Mayo Clinic, do, no. We don't have the big companies here to do that. Um, now, granted, Nike signing these deals, these bigger name guys, they're signing to the kids who are on the good teams who are going to be on TV all the time. Oh. So unless oh. the Gophers can... Score a couple of studs and get more TV games, national games, then maybe they can. But I, I, that's where I feel bad is it's really going to water it down. You thought it was bad. It was just, I want to go to this team because they're on TV a lot, and that's going to help my draft stand, status. Now it's going to be, wait, that's a pretty big market. They're on TV a lot. I can make commercial money there. Mm-hmm. You know, to a point. Maybe make more money doing commercials for three years in college and don't go pro early. Who knows? Maybe they stay longer. Yeah, it's just, yeah, just it's another sure. it's another yeah, variable in the whole mix. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Like I said before, should they get copyright money for their name in a video game? Okay, I guess. I think if you were number seven for four years at quarterback, every number seven jersey, you should get a percentage of that. Fine, I got no problem with that. I just, again, feel bad for... The swimmer for the golfer, where's their endorsement money? Yep. No one's going to, 
unless they do the local commercial for Cub Foods. But again, who is that? Swimmer? We have a swim team? So, you know, that's kind of feel bad for those kids, but hopefully it opens up more uh, endorsements for them on other stuff later on. Now, I thought of something. How did North uh, Northwestern do in the Division Three college baseball? I did not get the results of that yet. I had some. Uh, they uh, went on this weekend. Well, but... they made the tournament, and then I think they got beat out. But they right, were in I the did. national, the NCAA, right? Yeah, I didn't see how they ended up or who they lost to, but I think they um, got beat. But uh, that is tremendous to get all the way. Uh, up there to that to the big show the big day big show now speaking of baseball andy you know we've talked on the show before over 35 federal league in the state of minnesota minnesota was the first state of all 50 to have an over 35 you know league we were the pioneers back then right now our over 35 league is four weeks into their season they're all a month in but guess what started this weekend the over 50 and the Uh over 60 league kicked off Uh oh yes i did not i did not stutter there's an over 60 baseball men's league, hardball, full-size baseball fields. And we are the first state in the nation to have an over 60 league. And I believe we were the first state in the nation to have an over 50 league. Still so 90 feet between the bases and same, feet, six inches. There's some various smaller different rules, but the rest is the same. This is over 60. And there's a dozen teams, I believe, in the state of Minnesota playing over 60 baseball that kicked off. They had an experimental run last year with some teams trying it out to see how well the league would would handle it. And now they're going uh, official this year. There's a, they're going to have a state tournament. Nice. They'll have brackets, the whole deal at the end of the year. And uh, – like I said, the over 50 also kicked off here this weekend. We'll be providing some updates here on the show next week. Uh, they're, they get in full gear. Um, same thing, but they start a little later with the 60s. They start a month later, and then they move out a month at the end of the season here in the state of Minnesota as well. Yeah, they go but, longer than the rest. Yeah. But there's in the over 50 league, people don't know this, but there's 35 teams in the state of Minnesota. Oh, it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big league that play over 50 baseball, but – it's fun. We'll be providing more updates on that as well as the season moves along because they the inaugural weekend was just uh, this weekend. So, so how many guys on a team for an over fifty league? They're still at sixteen to twenty guys on the roster. So twenty guys on a roster, thirty five teams. That's seven hundred guys still playing ball over fifty. Oh yes, yes. Competitive it, ball, not just a pickup game. Yeah, it's amazing in the state of Minnesota, and a lot of states don't you know do that. They'll have tournaments here and there. And they'll have smaller leagues, but uh, not to the extent that the state of Minnesota has um, at all. It's 35 teams playing over 50 baseball. And most wow. states, you tell you tell folks uh, that this exists, and they said, I didn't even know there was such a thing. And so, uh, yeah, we are the pioneer in a lot of this in the state of Minnesota. Some states might have 35 guys over 50 playing baseball, not 35 teams. Yeah, there's yeah. – it's it's – it's a big, uh, it's a big market here. So uh, it is fun. We'll be providing updates here in the coming weeks, updates, scores, maybe standings, even. You know, who knows? Right, right. Yeah. So that that's great. You know, just any any baseball you can watch, high school playoffs, all the way up to the over sixty league. Holy cow! If you like baseball, there's going to be a game to watch. Yeah, that's it's fun. What do we got for a trivia answer? Speaking of baseball. trivia answer, box nine town ball tour. The question is: This is week four. There's been three different teams to host. Watertown will be hosting this Wednesday. 
Which team has participated in the most games this year as part of this Fox 9 circuit? Do you have a we'll be, do you have an answer? Well, being the local guy here, I know it's not Watertown. I know it's our first game. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going I'm to play the big city favoritism. It's going to be someone like Chasker or something like that, I bet. Well, the oh, answer man. is is Plato, the Plato oh, wow. Blue Jays. Now, do you know why this is? I'm sure a lot of the listeners uh, don't, but this this the way the schedule fell, they are they played last week as the host. They were the host yeah. uh, for Fox Nine. Now they're playing as the visiting team here in Watertown. But the very first game of the season, when Cologne hosted, Cologne was supposed to play the St. Patrick Irish on Fox mm-hmm. Nine. Uh, something happened, a schedule mix up. They may, couldn't make it. Didn't have enough guys. I don't know what the, the story was. Plato says, we'll come in. We'll fill in. We'll we'll be your opponent that night. Nice. So out of four weeks, the Plato Blue Jays are playing three of them. So that's the answer is three. Plato Blue Jays, three in one that's season. Plato favoritism on the network there. I see. It's unbelievable. So uh, that, nice. that's the trivia answer for this week. Come on down to Watertown. You'll see Plato again. Third time this year, the Plato Blue Jays, a lot of exposure. Now, they just added lights down there. So I think that's why they were featured uh, last weekend. Yeah, because of the lights. Sometimes yeah. they'll do the Fox 9 if they had something new or they're promoting something. Uh, right. Do you know if anything in Watertown for the Red Devils, as far as new equipment uh, or new uh, new addition to the field, anything? I live in Watertown. You do? Okay. That's, that's why right. they're doing it. Yes. The Sports and Songs podcast. Part of it's based out of Watertown. We'll have our we'll have a table set up there next to next to Fox Nine, maybe. Yeah, us and Ian Leonard are gonna be there. Just oh yes. <laughs> all right. We'll be, what we'll do, Andy, is is bring some extra business cards to hand out for folks because mm-hmm. all of our information is on there. Our Twitter account, the Facebook, YouTube, blog, and uh, our anchor show, our radio show. Bring your own sharpie, though. Bring your yes. Bring sharpies. All right, that's all I've got for this week. Anything else for the show? I uh, know uh, Thursday for the music segment, we'll be doing an interview with Non Grata, a local band out of Iowa. Non Grata. Non Grata. Um, you'll see tomorrow we'll have a promo for it with their links on the there. We've we've pushed some of their stuff on our Facebook page already. You've seen it. Um, tomorrow we'll have some more promotional stuff for it coming up. They dropped a single, uh, right? Yes, they've got they a few videos see. out now. They just dropped another one. They'll be playing at uh, Rockfest coming up here second week in July on one of the opening nights. They just got done doing another festival in Iowa there. Hottest thing going, and they're going to be on our show. So that'll be Thursday's show. We'll have uh, have them on as uh, interviewing the group there. Perfect. All right. all right, that's all I've got for this week, Andy. Anything else? That's it for me. All right, sounds good. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.